0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Austin Haynes with The Waking Justice Project, and this is your daily wake-up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, October 31st, 2019. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. Here are the headlines. It's Halloween today. So we decided to do something a bit spookier for your daily wake-up call. Lots of folks like to watch scary movies on Halloween, right? So we thought we'd tell a scary, sci-fi story to haunt your Halloween day today. day You ready? Here goes. On a small planet in a remote galaxy, A shadowy group of powerful corporations control pretty much all the mass media on the planet. They effectively control how most all the citizens think, consume, and behave. This corporatocracy has used its great power to convince the citizens that they must eat the flesh and secretions of certain of their fellow creatures in order to survive. Ah! The corporatocracy operates a huge factory where billions of the creatures are bred, raised, and slaughtered around the clock. It's a massive, sprawling operation that now occupies over half the habitable space on the planet. It's a horror show of blood and gore toxic pollution and environmental destruction on a planetary scale as for the citizens their consumption of the creatures has had a tragic but very profitable side effect they've become addicted to the flesh foods and it's made them sick diseased and ravenous so the corporatocracy invented medicines to treat their diseases to which the citizens have become further dependent, exponentially increasing the profits and power of the elites. But the elites of this evil corporatocracy have developed their own insidious addictions as well. They've become obsessed, perverted, in their pursuit of profit and power. They've been so reckless in exploiting their planet's resources that the fragile ecosystem is now so decimated, the small planet is spiraling towards environmental catastrophe. But a growing group of citizens managed to escape the mind control of the corporatocracy to heal their own disease or out of concern for the planet or out of mercy for the creatures themselves. Many citizens have stopped eating the creatures altogether As their addictions to the flesh foods subside, their sensibilities start to recover. They awaken to the vast deception and destruction perpetrated by the evil ruling corporatocracy. The awakened are growing in numbers now, but not fast enough. It's because the elites are growing in numbers as well. Further escalating production and profits, and pushing the small planet to the brink of total ecological collapse. The elites aggressively suppress the awakened. They bully, brutalize, and imprison the awakened. The mass media machine spins into overdrive. The awakened are branded as radicals and outcasts, and soon Some of the awakened begin to second guess themselves. Some fall back to their old ways of being and they become known as the McFallen. Of course, the addicted mainstream are still placated, but the elites want to further divide and deceive. They make magical mirror machines that hypnotize the mainstream. It makes many believe that some of their fellow citizens are not at all what they seem. Soon, the mainstream is divided by color, caste, and creed. The brown ones and pink ones are turned on each other. The McFallen build various gels for the brown ones and put mostly the pink ones in charge as the guards. Soon, some McFallen, some pink, and most brown ones form a club that is called the McDuped. The McDuped want free meds and cheaper creatures to eat, and they want the brown ones and jails better treated. But another club forms among the McFallen. It's made mostly of pink guards and their kin. They're called the McPinkins, and they call out the McDuped. If you want better treatment for the brown ones in jail, they say, Then it'll cost you some meds and some of the creatures you eat. And so who among you will pay? The elites use their magical mirror machines to kindle this fake debate. And the McDuped and the McPinkins argue and argue in perpetual, endless stalemate. That's as far as we got for our Halloween tale. There's no Hollywood ending, but what did you think? It's sort of an ode to an article that The Guardian published earlier this week. It's titled, The Long Read, Why Do People Hate Vegans? It points to some really deep issues at work in us humans that most of us prefer to ignore. For example, the author points to some recent research which reveals that only drug addicts are viewed more negatively than vegans in our society. Perhaps more telling, According to the research, that view is most prominent among those who strongly uphold traditional gender values. They see the rejection of meat and dairy as, quote, alarmingly subversive and worthy of derision. It echoes the saying that, quote, you tell someone what to eat and you tell them who to be. The vegan conversation, then, is a stand-in for much bigger things, the author says, It challenges our self-identity, and self-identity is a fragile thing in this age. More and more of us are coming to terms with the fact that our worldview has been skewed by the corporate mass media machine. That racism, sexism, and other isms are carefully cultivated to distract, divide, and control us. Could speciesism be another product of the corporate media machine? Well, there's certainly a huge profit motive for the elites of our own corporatocracy. As we've previously reported, America's disease-for-profit food system ensures massive wealth for the corporate elites. 18 of the top 20 big pharma products are medicines that treat diseases associated with animal-based foods. Healthcare revenues make up about 20% of the U.S. GDP. That's about $4 trillion per year. It means that the U.S. healthcare industry, driven in large part by meat and dairy consumption, rivals the entire GDP of the world's fourth largest economy. Most certainly, the corporatocracy knows what's at stake with our meat and dairy consumption. It's why the meat, dairy and egg industries are so heavily subsidized with corporate welfare. Why Big Meat and Dairy own the USDA and Big Pharma owns the FDA and the DOJ. So as the author explores veganism, he's not just exploring animal justice and environmental justice. He's exploring food justice, healthcare justice, economic justice, and democratic justice as well. This moment, he says, and this conflict were a long time coming. The rise of veganism is a question less of personal taste than of generational upheaval, of a doomed majority. Vegans might well be vociferous and annoying. Holier than thou, self-satisfied, and evangelical, the author concludes. But as their numbers grow beyond the margins, perhaps the worst thing they could be is right. We'll leave it there. Thanks for listening in. We hope you have a safe and happy Halloween. And if you want to learn how all of us in the work of global justice can join together in strategic boycott and force this corporatocracy to the people's bargaining table to end all this injustice and corruption and to save our planet, please visit our website at wakingjustice.org. You can check out our About page and listen to our first podcast. And if you want to get involved, please fill out the Join Us form at the top right of the page. Or you can email us at info at We'd love to hear from you. We're running out of time, y'all. Join us. Peace. You must be involved. In the struggle for freedom and, just, and justice. It is my love. It is my love. Justice is waking. Justice is rising. Just justice love. Is waking, justice is rising. Life. Red or yellow, black or white, left or right, gay or straight, human or animal all life. Cause what matters is what is in common, if you know it, stand tall and keep dropping the justice knowledge. Is waking, justice is rising, and it ain't just us, it's all of us. If it's my love.